learning by doing is something that we are um, going to be exploring and developing and stepping into as a church family. And what we want to make sure is really clear is it is about spiritual formation. It's about growing in Christ-likeness through the day-to-day actual activities that we do. Hello and welcome to this introductory podcast of Roots and Branches, a ministry campaign of new life. Evangelical Free Church. My name is Paul Arneberg, New Life member and podcast host. I'm here with Pastor Brent Kampelin. Pastor Brent, please review for us how we arrived at this season in the life of New Life. Yeah, thank you, Paul. You know what? I'm excited to do this because it's going to be a, a fun opportunity for us to speak to our own church family and walk through together as we have some guests come in, as we talk about some of the deeper uh, parts of our vision for disciple making that we get to to walk through this together to learn and grow and to embrace how God's working in our church uh, to be faithful disciples in the world today. So I'm just excited to be here. Just wanted mm-hmm. to say that at the at the top. Um, well, just a little reflection. Um, God's really brought together a unique and wonderful body of believers here. I'll just say I love this church and have so uh, been blessed by. Um, all of the individuals and families that are here. Um, and, and it's been fun to see over this last few years as our church has grown, to see um, God bringing together a group of people who have really deeply on our heart to be, um, to be thinking deeply about how we are walking with the Lord in the complexity of the world today, what it means to do discipleship, like whole life, wholehearted discipleship. And then um, how are we going to engage in the community in a way that helps to uh, spread the gospel, to, to tell, tell people about who the Lord Jesus is, um, and care and love for others around us, uh, but then actually live into a different reality, the reality of the kingdom of God day by day as we walk with, with Jesus together as a church. Yeah. So uh, that, that's just on the front end. I, I'm so excited about doing these podcasts and about walking with that. Um, together and then in, in these conversations with you, Paul. So with, thank you, Brent. And with this context of the history of New Life, and as new members myself with my wife, Wendy, we get to be on the sort of the, the front end of, of this new wave of people coming in. And being the privilege or having the privilege of serving in the campaign leadership team, uh, I know that I helped to develop with you and the team the, uh, the motto, Deepening Roots and Growing Branches. Talk a little bit about that. What does it mean to deepen roots and grow branches in the context of our focus on the next phase of ministry here at New Life Church? Yeah, we we worked through some of that vision language with um, great care. And deepening roots really means that we want to deepen our discipleship, deepen community in our church family, deepen our understanding of God's word, to deepen our commitment to God's mission. Uh, all of those ways that we come together and um, live into what it means to be disciples side by side as we follow the Lord. But we also are intending to literally lay the foundation of a new building, mm-hmm. which will uh, allow us to inhabit and and uh, and do the ministry uh, things that we want to do um, and, and establish us as an embassy of God's kingdom for decades to come. And so that's what we mean by deepening roots. And then um, that, that really comes from Isaiah 61, verse 3. And Isaiah 61... Uh, says this, that, that we'll, they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. And there's just a beautiful metaphor there of uh, being planted by the Lord, but also being there for his glory, his splendor, and to bring honor to his name. And that's what we want to do as we deepen roots. 
Now, the second one, growing branches, means that we want to be a blessing to our community and bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to people who aren't saved, to to put the kingdom of God on display as we live um, together as a community, um, and then show people what it means to uh, come to know and trust and surrender our lives to to Jesus. And so um, that really comes from a, a passage in Mark 4, verse 32. And in, in Mark 4, Jesus tells this parable of the mustard seed. And, and he talks about how this mustard seed is so small, but that the seed grows. And it's, Jesus says, to be the largest of all garden plants with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. And it's, it's it, we want our church to be a refuge, a place of uh, of God's glory on display in how we interact with one another, but how we speak and how we live in our whole life, uh, what what we do in our vocation, in our homes, in our neighborhoods. But we want this to be about reaching people in our community with the gospel of Jesus Christ and extending out so that people find um, rest and peace and God's goodness through coming into his family through the gospel. Excellent. Yeah, there's so many meanings. I think of both the individual and the corporate meaning to all these things. And and one chapter that is a wonderful complement to both Mark 4 and to Isaiah 61 is Psalm 1. Uh, and yes. I'll just paraphrase, or I'll, I'll tie together verses 1 and 2. Blessed is the one, and I'll skip to verse 2, whose delight is in the law of the Lord, who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither, and whatever he does prospers. And so it's both an individual thing, and I think of even rooting ourselves in the Hastings, Prescott, Cottage Grove community, but also bearing fruit. And that's also applicable to the entire corporate body here at New Life. So it's a wonderful metaphor that is, in a sense, literal as well as metaphorical, but that's our vision as to how do we do that individually as well as a body, especially in this season of New Life's history. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we have some core values. Like, we want to be founded on Scripture, uh, biblically founded. We want to cooperate with God's design, be rooted in a real community, using a learning-by-doing method, bringing to light cultural idols and doing it through relationships because it matters so much that we walk side by side uh, in, in faithfulness today. Excellent. So I'm going to key off of one of those core values, Brent. Uh, you said um, learning by doing. Why don't you flesh that out a little bit? What does it mean uh, to learn by doing and how is that such a key component of the vision of the ministry campaign we're, we're part of now? Yeah. Uh, learning by doing, you can, you, we've, if you've been around our church for a while, you've seen us use this as a catchphrase. And it really talks, uh, uh, speaks about using our whole life in the practical things day by day that we live in to um, sharpen our understanding of what it means to be faithful. And so learning by doing is when things get tangible, when we actually walk uh, uh, through the, the regular things of life and, and see God's goodness and his design and his glory displayed um, in all of that. But it gets really real when you think about what it means to do like transformation, to be shaped and formed, to be more Christ-like. Um, I was just recently, I'll tell a quick story. I was at the Hastings Ministerial Association meeting this last week, and there's pastors and ministry leaders who get together once a month. Um, we happened to be meeting at Regina Hospital, and a guest was the head of all of their physical therapy. And he was describing about how um, 
in physical therapy, you challenge the body in order to help it recover and heal and to train your body to increase range of motion or to challenge the balance centers of your inner ear by practicing certain balance techniques in order for your body to learn and grow and be ready to encounter challenges. So his, this is what he did. He had everyone stand up around the room and he had us put our feet one in front of the other and sort of stand like we were on a tightrope. And you could see people's arms you know, waving in the air and they're trying to balance. And he said, the way that you train yourself to, let's say, not slip and fall when you might step off a curb or something like that is by training those balance centers, when you encounter difficulty, your body more quickly reacts and recenters itself, you know, in yes. terms of balance. Same goes for learning by doing. It's like and when we get out in the real world, we encounter things like, for example, we might say, I trust God. And God might put something in front of you in your life. And he's saying, okay, let's, let's uh, test that reality. And, and in a lot of ways, it, it, learning by doing is about hands-on, get, sorry, get your hands dirty kind of uh, learning. But it is mostly about the formation and training and the shaping of who we are so that when we encounter things in life, in our vocation, in our family, in our neighborhood, um, we've gone through the training and walked side by side with others who've done it before so that we're ready in those moments to walk faithfully with Jesus. Excellent. Yeah, I think of the scripture that Apostle Paul said, physical training, excuse me, physical training is of some value, but godly training is beneficial for this life and the life to come. And as a juggling director and a runner, as a distance runner, I know that we need to run to get our bone density up among other benefits. But juggling specifically, there's a concept called muscle memory. You need to learn step-by-step and practice to get better. And the interesting phenomenon there, it's not just physical, there's a brain growth. There's the, The gray matter in one's brain grows through juggling and that all directly relates to how do we disciple by doing, how do we learn by doing. It's a physical thing, it's a mental thing, and of course, ultimately, it's a spiritual thing and the ultimate benefit is Christ-likeness when we do it according to his will with biblical foundations. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So it's really, for those of you listening, learning by doing is something that we are going to be exploring and developing and stepping into as a church family. And what we want to make sure is really clear is it is about spiritual formation. It's about growing in Christ-likeness through the day-to-day actual activities that we do uh, together as a, as a church family, but then also in our individual families or in our, uh, in our community. So um, a couple other, couple other quick uh, illustrations with that. I know many of you know we did a garden project uh, with the kids, and last couple summers we've had uh, a curriculum we go through where we talk about the parables and stories of the New Testament that use garden imagery, soils, uh, seeds, uh, planting, and and, and pruning and harvest and fruitfulness. And, and and these are examples of taking the words of scripture, making them come alive by literally touching that soil and planting those seeds and seeing the things grow. So that's one other illustration of mm-hmm. it. And then I'll just share one last personal one. Um, when I was young, one of the most impactful things that happened to me was I had a, a mentor at our church who was leading our college ministry he just invited me to come along with him in the things of life that he did. Yeah. He didn't have like a real complex program of how to train up a young man in the Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, hey, come along with me and at dinner at my house with my family. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I got to see him interact with his wife and kids and say, hmm, I, I want to be like that when I grow up, you know, mm-hmm. kind of kind of seeing it lived out. And I'll just say for those of you listening in our church, um, think about how God's uniquely 
gifted you? What are your areas of passion? What hobbies do you like to do? What, what things does God put in front of you regularly that you can, that you can bring somebody along with or take that passion and share it with someone else so that they can see what it really looks like to be faithful to Jesus in all the different ways that we, uh, we encounter uh, challenges and, and joys in this life. Excellent. I've, I've said for many years that for me, juggling is the tool, but the goal is mentorship. And that could be, nothing is out of yeah. bounds. It goes back to that First Corinthians 10, 31. Whatever you do, whether you eat or drink or anything you do, do it all for the glory of God. So New Life listeners, nobody need think that his or her talent or hobby or mundane interest is out of bounds to take capture for the Lord and to connect. It's an excuse to connect. I said this the other day. I love the fact I'm teaching some of the kids at New Life and for that matter, some middle-aged moms how to juggle and that is an in. So if I if I teach 8-year-old Luetta or 14-year-old Rose or 11-year-old JJ to juggle, it's an excuse that kind of cuts through the generational gap and gets us to have something together. And it might be, some might say, well, is there any eternal value to juggling? I say, absolutely. Absolutely, yes, because it's the vehicle by which we get to connect. Yep. And so like you said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be sophisticated or deeply theological. It has to be intentional, though, and willing with an open heart to invite people into our lives to do things together so that together we become a more vibrant body of Christ. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll be talking about that as we go forward through the podcast. That was just a little teaser of that. And so, Paul, tell us a little bit about what's coming up. Yes, just an overview about the format. This introduction probably is running around maybe a little over 10 minutes. We're going to keep every podcast under 30 minutes each week or each uh episode that we release, and that's partly strategic. We don't want you to feel like it's overwhelming. It's not necessarily a long-form interview, but we do want to flesh out our ideas enough where you're going to get some good substance to that. And uh, we're going to have many special guests coming in through our church, and maybe some outside guests, but primarily from our own body. And so we encourage you to tune in, listen to this. Uh, We are going to hopefully have this eventually in iTunes and other podcast forums, but at least it'll be on the New Life website, which if if you are like me, put it as one of your favorites. You can click on that website tab uh, and go right to the podcast. And of course, you can listen more than once. We'll keep it up there. Uh, Brent and Kathy have a couple of podcasts from earlier this year. So we encourage you, listen, pray about your role as you think about discipleship by doing, learning by doing, and the campaign leadership, deepening roots and growing branches. So we thank you for listening to this introductory podcast. Look forward to the next episode. We begin fleshing out the biblical foundations of Deepening Roots and Growing Branches. I'm Paul Underberg with Pastor Brent Compelin. Thank you very much.